Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. And alongside us, well, I think it's standing O material. Yeah, this yeah. guy played for the Kookaburras. He's a real rock star. BJ, Brett Johnson, good morning, mate. Morning, fellas. How are you? He's, yeah. the, he's the man behind what's going on here today. That's yeah. amazing. Mate, mm. you must be really proud of what's going on and yep. how it's all played out. Yeah, this is, um, like, you know, I heard you guys out here a couple of times, but this is the this is the reason why we did this upgrade, you know, two years ago, so yep. that we can host events like this. It's probably a little bit too big, to be honest, but you know, we were meant to have a third field in operation, but just due to the floods we've had this year, um, you know, we've had to get everything here, but it's just a great weekend. So, How, how long, or what time do the games start? What time do they finish? Uh, so we started at 8am this morning, um, and they run through to 9pm tonight. Oh my goodness. And we did that yesterday and today, and then tomorrow they'll wrap up at 3pm. Well, yeah. I, I can tell you what's unfolded this morning. So in Pool B, Bathurst played Canberra 2, and it was a 2-0 win to Canberra. Uh, strong hockey area, I'm assuming. Yeah, they're basically a rep team. Oh, like, in a, like you know, Canberra, it's their state team that yep. play down there. So they're always strong uh, from that team. So, yeah, they're very competitive against all our regional teams. On, uh, on field two, Hockey New England played Hockey Coffs Coast and Hockey New England a 2-0 win there. So we've also got a second game happening, South Sid- uh, Sydney South up against the Manning Valley, so up around the Taree area. They're also in action on the far field. And Tamworth taking on Newcastle here. Tamworth just scored again, so they're 2-0 up to the, uh, the country boys. What about in Div 1? Uh, Div 1, so far we've got uh, Parks and Metro Southwest are the two undefeated teams there. So our Central Coast boys will come up against Parks today. So they need to get a win on the board uh, today to avoid relegation. I've got to tell you, BJ, I don't want to be here at 9 o'clock playing that last game. (laughs) It would be horrible. Yeah. You see we've got the gas heaters this week. So we've got uh, plenty of heating around the place. But, mate. There's, there's, enough, there's no heating on the field. That's all I know. Enough with the negativity, <laughs> but uh, oh, actually, just... on a negative note, you think that, uh, I mean, you think our local council would see the 55 potholes you've got to go through. <laughs> One of them is like a crater on the moon. You think, hey, we've got a big tournament coming up. Let's just fill a few of these in. Yeah, we tried. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. leave it at that. Yeah. Hey, uh, there's a couple of superstars here as well. A little later in the show we'll talk to a guy who basically kept you out of the kookaburras. You probably would have played 50 or 60 tests. Uh, tell us about the guy who's going to join us live on the air. Do we need it, to take him out? It's too late. It's too late now. He's your nemesis. Me, Captain. Yeah, he, I actually live with him in Perth. So the people that you don't expect to meet at these carnivals. So I just bumped into this guy yesterday that I lived with back in 1996. Played all my sort of junior hockey with. Um, guy by the name of Brendan Gerrard. So he was the MC at my wedding. Oh, wow. Um, I probably haven't seen him for 10 years, and I just turned around and bumped into him and, like, what are you doing here? And he's got a son playing for Orange, so... Hey, before he comes on the air, because he'll be far too humble, he went to the 1996 Atlanta Olympic Games. Tell us a little bit about his game. Yeah, so he was a midfielder, so same position as me. I think he played, like, between 77 to 80, around 80 caps for Australia. Mm. Um, had a career that probably spanned about four or five years. Um, went to the Olympics, the, the Olympics that I was building up to get to. Um, played state, so he was in my Queensland teams. Um, so he was a guy that was that sort of 
the person that I needed to retire earlier, um, just a really nice, strong midfielder. That was the type of hockey that we had back in those days. So yeah, yeah. Another we'll also, country boy. We'll also talk to uh, Peter Shea, known as Two Shea to his mates, <laughs> and uh, he. Uh, well, he's at the Colts. Is he really known as Touche, or you just made that up? <laughs> no, no, I just heard it a moment ago. <laughs> hey, uh, he'll, um, Butes, you'll really enjoy this because he's at the coal face at the moment. He's coaching the New South Wales senior women. Gotcha. Okay. Well, that's interesting. <laughs> Fantastic. So it was but a bit like, bit like, you know, we had a guy from Hockey New South Wales here yesterday saying that, you know, the, the kids out here are Brisbane 2032. So gotcha. Okay. There's an element of, you know, in 10 years' time, you know, if these under 13s, They'll be in that ripe age. They'd have to be extraordinary, you'd, you'd assume, because they'll be 23 by then. Yeah. And most Olympians in hockey, I guess, are late 20s, early 30s. Uh, there's the odd ones that get in early. Matty Dawson. Yeah. Yeah, there's, you know, if you're good enough, you'll yeah. get in early. So, so then, and also the opposite of that. Do the, they stand it? Like, can you see here? Can you identify? And you yeah. know, You've got a good eye. You can see yeah. the really well, good ones that just stand I'm, out. I could see yesterday with the NBN TV story. Yeah, right. Just incredible skill and some great movement. But that's one thing Peter Shea will talk about mm. because they've got a system for identifying their talent. And I think they'll pick about 60 kids into the state squads. Then they'll fight it out. They'll pick two teams that'll go to the nationals representing New South Wales. It's it's kind of similar in a lot of ways to the water polo pathway. Did you see it similar with the sixties? Could you, did they just stand out as well? <laughs> <laughs> if you were running, you're a chance. Don't undersell the sixties. No, no, no. Hey, I think that. Uh, oh, by the way, BJ, before we go to Tony Clark, who's waiting on the line. So finals tomorrow. Yeah, finals. It's uh, Sunday's always a classification game. So. Um, if you finish top two in your pool, you play off at 8 o'clock and 9 o'clock oh. to determine then who plays in the finals um, later that day. And if you finish third to whatever, um, you'll play a classification game to determine where you finish, which then determines your pool rankings next year. At the moment, it's Wagga combined up against Orange, and we've had a couple of goals in this game already, BJ. Yeah, there's uh, the uh, was Wagga, I think, is it? Or Orange. Orange. Orange are up. 2-0, um, I think, yeah. So, yeah, they're going really well. It's all been down that end at the moment. So, hopefully the Wagga guys can turn around in the second half. Yeah, that's a Pool B match. Pool A being played on uh, Field 2. That's Southern Highlands up against Port Macquarie Hastings. And, BJ, we're just talking off the air about Parks. So, they're undefeated in Div 1. That, that's amazing to hear. And you were telling us about their model. Yeah, so a few years ago they recognised that their junior program was sort of starting to stagnate a little bit. And they had a couple of strong clubs. Uh, and you know there was a few weaker clubs in that as well. So competition was lopsided. So they made the tough decision to move away from their club-based structure, pull all the, the kids into, and then grade them. So that you basically <coughs> graded from 1 to 500, then you split those people evenly across the competition so that it just removed the fact that you had a group of strong kids competing at weaker kids because the weaker kids, it's no fun getting flogged every week. Yeah, And yeah. they would not stop playing hockey. So... They did that probably about three to four years ago, and what that's actually done is strengthened their whole playing group to the point where Parks probably come out of a Div 2, because we use a relegation and promotion um, basis, and they're actually you know, reaping the benefits of their junior program back at their, their place. So there's yes. something in that to look at. For you know, you know Butes, uh, I was never on the board of Central Coast Water Polo, but when I watch my kids play for Gosford, sometimes they'd win 25-2 to two against yeah. a weaker team, and I did say to people... And, you know, it probably fell on deaf ears, but I said, what's the point of this? Because we're better off dividing all the kids and forget about the scoreline. 
Because you know what it's like when you play with a better player, you improve yourself, right? Yep. Oh, I'm just curious. So what do they... Do they still play as clubs or are they just, you know, parks, green park, purple park, blue no, they, park, They yellow. basically get a sponsor. So BJ Howes Metal End, this is your team. Oh, and then, yeah, okay. This, and then they assign a, a club, will then assign a coach um, to coach that team. So yep. there's still that link to a club if the, the junior players want to go and play seniors. That yeah, the, okay. So if as a club you invest the coaching and the time and effort into that group of kids, well then... That's how you get your pathway into your senior program. Yeah, so look, uh, I love it. We're live at the under-13 New South Wales Hockey and loving it. And uh, let's just grab BJ for a moment. Brett Johnson, former Kookaburra. Mate, uh, just want to say a huge thank you on behalf of SEN for having us out here. Uh, also with MBN TV yesterday. We're working to camera number one over here. Uh, great to see you, mate. And who's in action at the moment? Uh, out here, it looks like we've got Tamworth versus Canberra. Um, and we've already had a goal? Yeah, goal looks like probably Canberra. ACT, yep, ACT yeah. scored, yep. Yep. And on the far field at the moment is Lithgow up against Metro Southwest too. What's the game you're really looking forward to today? There's probably going to be, uh, probably Parks and Metro Southwest, I reckon, to be due to um, play sometime early this morning or later this afternoon. So that's probably a preview of tomorrow's final, I reckon. Two, mm. under, two undefeated teams? Yep, two undefeated teams, playing really well. Um, the Parks guys are probably you know, really strong. Metro Southwest gave Central Coast a touch-up in their first game yesterday, so I reckon that's my prediction for the final come tomorrow. Yeah, and sometimes word filters around a junior carnival like this that you've got a big game coming up between you know some of the best kids, undefeated teams, and suddenly you're watching... And there's thousands of people watching a, an under-13 game because yeah. words filtered around. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, some of these kids would never have played in front of this many people in their lives back in their mm. home association. So to have this many people out here cheering and watching you on, like it's going to, as Brendan was saying earlier, it's going to stick with you for quite a few years to come.